Hi, my name is Doug Rice. I'm a comic book artist and animator. I've worked on books like Dynamo Joe and Manhunter, Manhunter for DC and uh, done animation like Animaniacs with Pinky and the Brain. You're listening to Still Talking With on the Dorkening Podcast Network. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. You have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. 
from horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet Films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Hey, hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. You're watching Still Token with Powered by the Dorkening Podcast Network. We got a kick-ass show for you today. My name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard. And as always, Benjamin, how's it going? It's going, it's going. Now that you found the right button to push. Oh, yeah, yeah, I always know. Just saying, just saying, just saying. <laughs> Can you believe that we're literally only five episodes away from the end of season two already? Does that mean I need to make a new intro? Yeah. <laughs> and you just... We'll use the same, same music. Just I didn't even want to do one fucking show. We're going into season two. Hey, 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 hey. What the no, hell? Mute his mic. Mute his mic. Nobody's... No, no, no. I wasn't done yet. <laughs> No, go ahead, Leo. Go ahead. Oh, geez. Okay, so it's a good thing I brought that up because I know you love to leave stuff to the last minute. So it's, it's uh... that's why you know what I, I I was watching the opening and I'm like, man, Leo did such a such a fucking amazing job with this. I really like the the song, so I want to keep the song. And I was like, I wonder if he would mind tweaking it. Well, I'm just gonna say we got five episodes left, and he'll get the hint. You're good. You're good. Yeah, I try. I want to say hi to everybody in the chat already because I see Token Pirate Supernatural out there, Jeremy Courtney, Peter Anthony. Sorry we couldn't make it down for the opening, man. It just um, it just it couldn't happen. We really tried, you know. Um, I just I just, hope, just I a minute. Went off really good. Just just a minute. You hate Connecticut, so uh... it had nothing to do with hating <laughs> Connecticut. It actually had to do with I'm actually in the process of selling my house and moving, so I ended up having to work literally all friggin' weekend it was just yeah okay wow. anyways next get, get me off the fucking screen <laughs> jeffrey <laughs> what's up what's how's that? everybody doing out there happy wednesday it is the first of december by the way everybody bunny bunny so, bunny 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 funny bunny no bunny no, bunny what the hell is bunny bunny it, it's it's it, what is bunny bunny you don't say bunny bunny for christmas no, for, it must be a Connecticut. Thing. No, no, it no, no. For, first day of the month, you either say rabbit, rabbit, bunny, bunny. There's different ways to do it, but it's it's to so you have good luck for the rest of the month. We we me and my wife do it. You know, my wife actually brought me onto it. But yeah, bunny, bunny. Okay. Right. Yeah, never heard of it. Bunny, bunny. Yeah, never heard of it. Yeah, interesting though. Yeah. So yeah, we're um you know last month of the year. Uh, you know, I have a. Enough. I have a love-hate relationship at the last month of the year because that means taxes come up soon, and that's always a pain in my balls. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I love Christmas. I love the, I love celebrating Christmas. Uh, this year is going to be a little more difficult, but, you know, uh, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, 
Yuletides and all of this fun stuff between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And once New Year's is over, bam, right back to the bullshit we're going to go. Because that's how I roll. Uh, no, he actually put the camera on you so that you could introduce our guest. Not the well, why don't tangent. you do that now? So <laughs> no, Billy... that's your fucking okay, okay, Billy's asking, was that a picture of the Blue Ranger in the intro? What the hell's a Blue Ranger? Leo did oh, the intro. Oh, yeah, no. No, I don't think so. I, I did the intro, but it's all pictures of you. Well, then maybe. Could be, maybe. Billy. I don't know. I don't know, man. It could be. Okay. Could who, be. who Who's introducing our awesome guest? You are, apparently, because Jeff quit. I didn't quit. I'm right here. We oh. have, um, I Googled this guy, you know, and I got so confused. I did. I got so confused. Uh, you know, Google James Brown. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a fuck show. I was taking all kinds of notes, and I'm like, wait a minute. I don't remember any of this. You know you what I mean? What? I'm like, what? What the hell's going on here? So, uh, no, uh, let's. Uh, I want to introduce James Brown, uh, author. Um, this guy's incredible. We had the uh, classic we had the pleasure. Horror classic horror freak. Yeah. Hey, are you introducing this dude or am I? Shut the fuck up over there. You know, Mute uh, runs a. It runs a uh, you know a show on uh, YouTube which we're going to get into. Uh, he's an author which we're going to get into. Uh, just an all-around, down-to-earth, awesome dude that we had the pleasure of meeting down in Virginia when we were at Tidewater Horror Convention. Uh, it was great. He was two tables down, so um, I did my best not to go over and just keep bugging him because that's what I like to do to people that are around me. <laughs> so welcome, James Brown. Thank you for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Nah, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for joining us. Like Jeff said, we we had the pleasure of meeting you down in Virginia, you know, um, and just, I guess, I I guess we just connected, you know what I mean? I walked by your table a couple times to stop. We chatted, you know, Jeff stopped over and chatted and yeah, it just, it it, it was a really cool connection. So we're like, yeah, we got to get this guy on the show, man. He's, he's actually a funny bastard. I appreciate it. It was a great time, man. You guys and Ben, you gave me some great, some just some great ideas for doing cons and getting out and talking to people and just interacting more so because I was really tethered to my table at that event. And um, meeting you guys was uh, definitely a breath of fresh air as far as just the insight from that, the con perspective that I hadn't really heard or seen before. Yeah, we 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 t- we tend to bring something new to the con. That's for sure. Right? <laughs> Can't say it's always good, but uh, no, actually, Tidewater was a, a great show for us because uh, we actually kicked off the Dorkening Podcast Network and Hellfire Entertainment Media, along with Still Talking with uh, running all the media coverage. So that's why we were never at our table. <laughs> we're never at our fucking tables anyway. All we're doing is walking around trying to pound people. Give them shit, meet new people, you know, and uh, you know that's what it's all about to me. Yeah, network. Yeah, right. you know what but I mean. There's uh, um, that brings me to a, a, and this is totally off topic. Somebody was just what telling. Else is new? We're already, we've been off topic no, I, for the first. I know, but minutes. but sp- speaking of cons, uh, there's one con <laughs> that recently changed the rules, and you can't leave your booth. What Which con is that? Because I won't be. Sounds there. like Steel City. Oh, that was okay. Were you telling me about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Pound Pounce hand. Okay. A... So, anyways. Sorry that that just popped to my head. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> can can I can we get back to 
Mr. Brown? Our guest? Yes. <laughs> so, um, my first question is, why don't you, um, That's uh, my what's the name of your, of your book or slash books? Gotcha. The name of my book series is The Glads, G-L-A-D-D-S, and there's three parts to that series. Okay, so there's three books. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I think it's... And... <laughs> it's going to be one of those shows. He's just going to give you straight answers, dude. He's not even going to elaborate. <laughs> oh, well, no, 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 that's okay. No, okay, no, no, so, so, okay so why why The Glads? Is, is there a meaning behind that, or how did you come up with the name? So... I, I wrote, so the story came from a nightmare. I had a, a nightmare about the end of the book and I knew it was going to be a horror book. And when I was talking to my sister about it, she was like, your title should be something to throw people off from the horror side and come up with something else. So that happens to be the last name of the main family involved. And that's, so that's how I came up with the story that way. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, I thought, I mean, because it's spelled G-L-A-D-D-S, right? Mm -hmm. yes. I thought it had something to do with boobs or something with the double Ds. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> I never, I never, I never heard that take, but that's, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you, uh, a lot of your, uh, a lot of your horror flicks and, and, and stuff like that. I mean, they always have the, the boob scenes in them, at least the good ones do. So I didn't know, I didn't know if that was like a representation of that, that's all. No, I appreciate that. I had I had not thought about that, but that it, it, that was not me neither until now. What's that? Guess what? <laughs> James has a new selling point for his book, folks. That's know, right. right. <laughs> See, depending on who I'm talking to, that might be the angle I'm going. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll edit. We'll edit the uh, you know the cover just a little bit, and you put that little nipple in each D. <laughs> I was just gonna say the same thing. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Oh, what a show we are in for, folks. So, uh, is it now? You said there's uh, there's three books, right? Yes. Okay. Now, is it a continuing story, or is it uh, like each one is a complete in itself? So, it is a continuing story. Uh, for me, I tell everybody you could you you would be lost to pick up two without reading okay. the first. Um, but it's I I liken it to a like a God the Godfather trilogy. Kind of in the in the way that it was written, whereas the f first is kind of how somebody comes to be this person, and then the second is when they are this person, what are they doing now? And it also goes back to the past as well, kind of how God how Godfather two went back and forth, and the third one comes back to present time. Very cool. That is cool. So mm -hmm. now it. So it's written as a trilogy. So does that mean that that story ends at the, the end of book three, or no, did you I, leave a, did you leave it hanging so that uh, no no pun intended um, did you leave <laughs> it hanging so that you could continue with it? I, I left it out. I left it out, and I actually have an idea for the fourth. Um, I've, I've written a little bit of of the fourth, but I have no plans for when that's gonna be, that's gonna come out because um, it could realistically be good at three. But it is still open for for more. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, and he didn't advertise it as a trilogy. Where did he get a trilogy from? Three books means trilogy. It just what the means, hell you it just means the third book. If it stopped after the third book, that's a trilogy. Well, that's why I asked if it stopped. Get him, Leo. Get him. <laughs> get him, Leo. <laughs> 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 wow. What, just curious, Leo. What are you What are you drinking tonight? Nothing. I just have soda. Wow. Yeah. wow I'm, on Bubba. I'm on new medication though, so it's uh that, that could <laughs> be it. it all. 
<laughs> yeah, I think this is script for a porno. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they uh, they uh, changed up my my heart meds, so it's uh, made me feel a little fuzzy. But it's uh, yeah. Oh, that's because you have to deal with Jeff and I. Oh yeah. So you like a triple, fuzzy. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to clarify that. Okay. You guys done? Julia, you good now? Yeah, uh, yeah, all good. So, yeah. Leo, do we have any show notes, links? Yeah, we do. Where, oh, where, where, do you, where are they? There. You tell up me. Up there. Or down there. Or down yeah, there. they're up ahead or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. Uh, you can find all the information for James, and it's still plenty of show to go. So, uh, But you do run a YouTube channel as well, and we have that link there. Um, what made you go to uh, YouTube? What, what, what was your, your uh, intentions with that? So uh, this was brought, I first started this, this channel initially some years ago, but I just didn't really take it, like start putting content out until I would say maybe the last year. The reason back then was because I just, I just love horror. Now, my goal is to make a movie out of my book. That is not an easy thing to do. So from my perspective, so instead of going straight to a crowdfunding campaign, my goal was to raise awareness for the book the channel the title everything through youtube by getting a, a getting a following there and then get to, to a, getting a certain number that i can translate that into funds raised to make the movie so that is why that's the push for it right now that's okay smart, now are, smart you, way to are go. you looking to do a full feature yes okay yes i've gotten i've got two scripts well uh two scripts written one's one's written other one's almost completed um, so yeah, it's just about the financial aspect now, which obviously you guys know is one of the hardest parts, right? Of the game. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah right. you're not whistling Dixie on that. Right. Um, so uh, Jeremy's asking, uh, is it gruesome or suspense? It's a mixture of both. It's a mixture of both. It it is suspenseful, but there are it, it can be pretty gruesome in parts. Um, the the tale in a nutshell is a is a it's a revenge horror. So that can kind of give you some insight as far as what you can kind of, what you can see. Is it some like psycho bitch? He's not going <laughs> to tell you that. You have to read the book. I can ask. He can say, I'm not telling you. I just told you. It wasn't up to you, dick. <laughs> That's the whole premise of this. If you want to know, folks, you got to go to the website. You exactly. got to buy the book. Right. I mean, they're not expensive. And you're helping out another indie I, I hate this reverse angle bullshit another indie creator you know yeah. that's that's what we, we're all about is you know trying to help each other out out here right now um it, when you do when you do get into the filming and i i do say when mm -hmm. um are you gonna do that again as a trilogy also are you gonna do three films is that your goal so the script is written off of off of book one the idea is to stick, is to keep it, to keep it there and see how that goes once it's released. Um, ideally, since we've are, I've already got script and stuff written for more. Absolutely, we would go that route if not if but when it when it comes across successful. It's just my thing now is focusing on this particular one movie and seeing how that goes. Okay, and then you know, just see how that goes. And then you'd hit part two, part three. Right, right. 
So now, just on that whole aspect of it, are you already shopping around for somebody to film this? Are you going to film it? Are you going to try to have an independent company film it? Like, what what's your aspect on that? So at this point now, I have not started shopping as as of this point um, currently. The main focus now is to raise the YouTube channel subscribers mm-hmm. and see what kind of stuff, what kind of amount of money I can work with before saying, okay, here's what I'll go to. Because I, I don't want to go all in on something that may be out of my reach, but I also don't want to sell myself short. So at this point, it's about getting the resources that I can have and then say, okay, based on what I got, what can we do with this? Because I, I, li- I like, in, I think of like Halloween, the original Halloween was made back then for next to nothing. And when it first came out was not very well received. And then as time went on, it just grew and grew and snowballed into this gigantic classic. Um, But it was off of peanuts worth of a worth of a budget. So the the good thing about the way the book is, is it can be it can come across on screen the exact same way as, as something like Halloween did. It doesn't need a gigantic budget to right, be right. successful. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, and that's where I was going with it because I mean, budget is going to be based on where you shop and we, we have been through this and that's why mm-hmm, I can say mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we found that the independent side of things was a lot more, um, an easier pill to swallow per se, when it came right. to the, the financial aspect of it, but the outcome was amazing right and that's and it's and it's really how you shop it you know what i mean yeah yeah. and that's why i asked you that like you know you didn't have to come up and be like well i want a budget of x you know so i can produce this right type of a thing so my uh see jeremy's question am i planning a direction or hiring Uh, i would love to be a part of it and i'm right for for your to answer your question i'm trying to take things one step at a time I have. I am not opposed to directing. I am not opposed to being as much as in, involved as I possibly can, um, but I also don't want to, like, crush my or stifle my story. Perhaps, for instance, when I wrote the book, I wrote the book. I wrote how I wanted it to be. I didn't write the script. I had a friend of mine write the script because his per- perception, based on what I wrote could grow it into a, into something more than me just doing every single step. And right. at first, like he had some ideas that came across much sharper on screen than mm-hmm. the way I wrote it would have come just in the book. Right. You know, so I, I, I want to make it as great as it possibly can be. And if it needs to be somebody else's eye, I'm, I'm okay with, with that. And, and as long as I had input to make it as close to the story as it as it was, I don't want to be a I don't want to be like Stephen King when I'm looking at The Shining and hating it. I want to be able to enjoy it in the way that I perceived it or conceived it when it first came came across. Nice. Now, um, do you want to be in it? No. Of course you do. No, I mean a cameo would be great. Of course a cameo you do. Would be great, but like you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. You don't want to star in it. No. Yeah. No. no okay. Okay. Uh, Billy- no, that that that's cool. You 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 know you want to be like one of the victims or or something like that. So I would get a cameo in there. Right. Right. He's going to be the sheriff. 
<laughs> and I just saw Billy's question of uh, what started me in, in horror, my love for horror. So it's budget it's, for Halloween, three twenty five. Yeah, I have a um, I have a, my I have an older sister and she's seven years older than me. So she had seen a bunch of horror movies before I obviously before I even was, was old enough to. And I would like walk past the room and, and hear some things here and there. The very first my very first visual um, experience with horror, I saw the scene in Chucky 2 where Chucky beat the teacher down with the uh, with the ruler, with the yardstick. That was the first scene I ever saw of a horror movie. And then the first Wow, do movie, I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> and the first movie I ever watched in its entirety was Halloween, the first one. So after seeing Halloween, I I just, I was sold. And it's just a, with all types of genres, this was the only one that really felt like an escape that I was getting an experience out of. Where I look at like, drama i feel like in your life you have drama there's there's action there's comedy and a lot most people's lives they don't experience that kind of horror that to me to be the it's the only type of escape so that's where my love came uh for the genre okay so are you looking to make this a like a thriller slasher kind yes. of a movie okay. yes yeah i um some of the yeah, there, I mean, horror has such a wide range. So, you know, there are, when I say horror, you might be thinking something in the, I know you, uh, I think it was Jeff, you love, you love Terrifier. And yes. You might be thinking of something in that, in that line, or being, you may be thinking of something like Session Nine, or, you know, there's, there's different, there's a different spectrum when it comes to it, but it'll be more on the thriller side, I would say, than actual, like, full blown horror. But it does devolve into it has definitely strong horror elements in in it. Okay, yeah, because the other thing that I you know I mean I watch a lot of horror, mm -hmm. you know, and I watch all different types, everything from thrillers to you know uh, like the comedy horrors, right? You know what I mean? Comedy uh, comedy horrors to me uh, uh, something that's very light. Yeah, some of the scenes can be disturbing, but hold, hold on, they're What's, stupidly funny. You know, you're thinking of a title. You say every show. What is it, Jeff? What? What? You, what? What movie are you thinking of? I know. Really. I, I don't know. I watched two today. No, it's, you say it just about every show. I do. Yeah, has to do with the woods. Oh, don't fuck in the woods. Yeah. Right, Leo. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. I love it. And actually, you know, it's funny you bring that up because uh, that movie is really starting to gain some ground now. I never heard of it. You know, it's really starting to gain some ground now. It's uh, if you get a chance, just you know, uh, Google it, look it up, go to Tubi or something like that. Uh, it's 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 a disgusting slasher that's just funny as shit. So, yeah, so, yeah. So, be, be, because of the because of of how it was written and how it was done. So Jeff, I need to ask you this. Uh, what? And I don't think I've ever asked you this. Have you ever seen Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Okay. That's a great movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? I mean, to me, some of my favorite shit is it's what I call stupid horror. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I want to, my idea for the glads on screen is the evolution of the slasher. And the way I say that is because to me right now, slasher is, the slasher genre seems pretty stagnant. It's not, a, it's not 
it's not progressing it's not declining it's because if you look at who is in our faces right now it's the same people that are in our faces years ago yes the tv series like a halloween just came out you know a, a few months ago it's coming out again next year so a lot of the slashers we see are the same slashers we've been seeing screams screams coming out next month so i think some of that gets to a a point of un, like it's not it stops being realistic to be right right and to put a slasher and make it real to where you can either be the killer or the victim based on your perception because you see what happens to these people to turn them into what they become it it makes um it it just makes a little a little more gripping so I think this, well, it's not that I think, I know this story, once it is once it is seen by people, it's going to be, it's going to have the same effect that Halloween did, except it's going to be 200% real. And I want it to be more, like, one of my favorite movies ever is Hereditary. The acting of that movie was awesome. The sound design, everything about it was just done very, very well. And it it took you on this roller coaster through and it was just it was just very well acted very well scripted that is my mindset for style wise for the glads but on a slasher side okay as opposed to the the um supernatural side that's cool yeah i mean a lot of these a lot of them try to uh twist it into a supernatural thing you know uh jason i mean you know Jason in space. I mean, fucking really? Could you not think of something any more serious? You gotta, you gotta keep stretching this bullshit out. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And that's why I liked Terrifier as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was simple. I mean, I, I understand that you know uh, they're coming out with Terrifier too, and I think personally, no offense to anybody out there, but personally, I think that's just a fucking mistake because you're bringing a dead guy back to life again. Yeah, and that's old hat. It's been done way too many times. Yeah, he's not—he's not supernatural. He was a fucking psycho. Well, yeah, let him they, die. Didn't they you make know, him supernatural at the end? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what I mean. I mean, just let the fucking dude die. I mean, you know, they did it with—they did it with Michael. They did it with Jason. You know, now they're gonna try and do it with Terrifier. <laughs> Jeremy, no, that movie sucked, dude. Well, no, hold on, it, you know, Listen, Jeremy, I will defend. I will defend you on that. So. so I, Uber Jason was one of my favorite Jasons when he came back all decked in decked in metal and he just like a badass. And I, but to your point, Jeff, a lot of the movie was kind of hard to hard to hard to swallow. But that part I like. I did like that that part of it. Now, now don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, I watched a um, uh, uh, couple of the fan films, the Friday right. the Thirteenth fan films. Okay, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. uh, Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Vengeance. Uh, because it was done in that old original campy style, uh, like the original Friday the 13th. That right. was just fantastic to me. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and then I watched Roseblood, which just just came out. Um, it's available on uh, YouTube for those that are watching. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, I know that already. I'll check it. I'll check that out. Yeah, it's uh, it's out. Uh, Roseblood. Uh, it was good. Um, it was more storyline based, mm-hmm. which I found kind of interesting. You know, there wasn't a lot of uh, what I call uh, what I considered like horror ends to it. 
so you know camp, what I mean? The campy side of hard. No, that was there was none of that. No. There was none no. of the campy side to it. It no. was it was more uh, like intellectual kind of stuff and and built and building that story line about who Rose really was. Mm. You know what I mean? So on that end of it was well done. The, the two movies are completely different. Right. Completely right. different. You know. Um, which is one of the things that I like. I mean, I grew up watching Creature Feature. You know what I mean? Uh, scariest movie I ever saw was Sleepaway Camp. Freaked the fuck out of me. That was good. That's See, twist, now, that twist is something to this day. It, it was Children of the Corn for me. Right. See, everybody's everybody's uh, yeah. got their thing. You know what you I mean? Uh, Cornfields you know, and fucking churches. I stay away from them both. Right. I mean, I don't eat <laughs> I don't I don't eat mushrooms in my food because of the land of the mushroom people. Christine, which was done way back when. Christine I've freaked me out when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, Christine, that was another one. Oh, Christine yeah. was really good. Yeah, yeah. Now, 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 now see, to me, that was a supernatural because it's a car. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And and that that that, that doesn't do anything for me. Gotcha. It was like maximum overdrive. That did nothing for me. See, well, that was awesome. I yeah, liked it too. That was awesome. Come on. You get hit by a truck and go flying. It was just, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was the soundtrack that made the movie. Just saying. ACDC killed it. So, <laughs> Leo, it's about that time before we go too much further into the shit show. It is, it is, it is. Uh, let me make sure I got the right button right here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got a button for you. See, I knew I'd get like yeah. that three seconds of silence and shaking the tips. <laughs> On that note, there's still plenty of show. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, horror for a little while here. Uh, but, you know, it, we do have uh, some awesome sponsors. And now's the time to go to the movies. Spider-Man tickets. People are fighting over them. You know, that's uh, coming out soon. Uh, but, you know, just uh, go local to Prospect Theater here. Check it out. Did you know around 83% of Americans with disabilities are unemployed? We are changing that. The Prospector Theater is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to providing competitive and integrated employment for adults with disabilities through the operation of a first-run movie theater in Richfield, Connecticut. We greet, seat, and treat our audiences to the best, most accessible movie-going experience in the world. Hollywood blockbusters, delicious gourmet popcorn, and one-of-a-kind pink glove service. Join us for a movie and see our sparkle in action. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit www.prospectortheater.org. And episode two is almost out.
up nightmare. And here's some hot sauce. And you can learn more about all that in the show notes up above or down below, depending on uh, where you're watching or listening to us. Isn't that right, Benjamin? I wasn't impressed. No. No, I wasn't impressed by those commercials. The first commercial was great. Those other two, eh. Well, Well, only one was a commercial. Yeah, and only one was made by me. (laughs) Right? One, two, both for you. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Hawkins in the house. Nice. Oh yeah, that was uh, we had we had fun with him too. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a uh, he's a trip and a half. Yeah, oh, we had fun with him. Back to so, our amazing guest. Oh, what were you gonna say? Something? Did I cut you off? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you didn't cut me off. My wife does that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that shut you off and that's the difference oh right yeah right Shh. right there is a big difference there Shh. quiet back to our guest <laughs> <laughs> so we've touched a lot about you know the book series and mm-hmm. your you know your outlook for what you want to go with you know into film with that um so let's touch a little bit more on your youtube series mm-hmm. um Tell us, what what is it all about? So the YouTube series is just my my ode to horror, um, in a sense. So I do horror movie reviews. I do do a history of horror where I started in the 1800s with the the very first horror movie in 1896. And right now I've just wrapped up the 1940s where I kind of just touch base on some of the some of the big movies that were out in that time, not just here in America, but across the the globe. And because I think it's important because a lot of what we see today, some people think is the first time we've seen it, and it isn't. And if you look back and you track it back, there's always an original somewhere, or whether that be a concept, a story, the actual, you know, actual remake or original remake, it all depends. But almost everything that we've seen has an origin that's already been shown in horror. And I wanted to kind of show that with that series. I also do like trailer reactions uh, for new movies coming out, kind of get people excited for what's down the line because there are some good horror today. There's just, it's just not as, as widespread as it once was, I feel, but there definitely are like a 24 is doing the best horror. I feel movie to movie um but 
that uh, that's that's pretty much another nutshell what my YouTube channel is about. Nice. Cool. So cool. you said from the the very first horror film, eighteen ninety six. Yes. What was that movie? Oh my god! It was oh the called the the haunted castle. It was okay. A, it, was, it was a French movie. It's on YouTube. It's like seven minutes. I think it's seven minutes long. It's very very short. Uh, it's it's just in one one scene, like I think there's two people in it, and they have like this it's this like this bat. It looks looks like it came from that time. So it's like if there's someone just with a string, just so you can see the string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty hilarious. But yeah, that's the very first one. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. So uh, Jeremy's worst asking the movie you had to watch. Yeah. yeah, worst movie I had to watch recently. Recently. Mm. And 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 our our trailer of two doesn't count. <laughs> the worst one I, you know what I saw Lamb as much as I love A24 Lamb and the only reason I say it's the worst is because I have such a high thought of A24 that they can do no wrong in my eyes and the movie was just very very boring and I just couldn't I couldn't get into it the payoff at the end wasn't the same payoff that I got from Hereditary or Midsommar and some of their previous their previous movies. So for me, not because it was a horrible movie, just because of who it was and the expectation that I have for movies they do, I feel like that's the worst one, the worst one I've seen recently. Yeah, cool. I, I think that expectations of what you're going to see play a huge part in how you perceive it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. totally. Absolutely. You know, uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, some of the some of the movies that uh, they try to. Bye, Jeff. He must have got a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> He's on uh, his iPad and he can't figure out how to reset the sleep timer. Uh, so forty minutes into every show, he goes boink, but he'll be back in a second. <laughs> he will be back in a second. But while he's gone, and I can get a word in edgewise to everybody watching out there. This gentleman right here has a love for classic horror. So horror movies. Get your classic <laughs> horror. Get your classic horror questions. Get your thinking caps on, because if you've got a question about it, James has probably seen it or is yeah. ready to review it or has reviewed it. And so, Jerry asked a question about something I had a low expectation for that told, that blew my mind. So I actually didn't have the highest expectations for the Chucky TV series. And this series just blew my mind. I mean, it was a lot. It was it was really really good. They, they just had the uh, finale yesterday, and I was really? really impressed by how that was done. Now, now I have not watched any of that on purpose. Yeah, because watching. I just felt as though it would destroy the original movie. So how how much of have you seen all the movies or just your very first Child's Play? No, I saw. Um, yeah, see, I've only seen up the to the two. bride of Chucky. Okay, yeah. So it's funny you say that majority, which to of me was just that, disturbing. A lot of people that have walked away from from Chucky walked away either bride or seed, and from mm-hmm. that point they just had a, they had enough. And I'll tell you that by seed, that's when he become a parody of himself. But in Curse of Chucky, they brought it back and he came to be scary again. And then there was Cult, and the TV show is based is is a uh, is is a continuation off, off of cult. So he's back to some prominence, a little bit more to take it, he's taken a little bit more seriously than Bride and Seed. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, you know, I mean, uh, uh, the scariest, quote, doll movie I ever saw was in Trilogy of Terror. So that's the classic to me, and that's going to be really, really, really hard to, to freaking beat. Have you seen Magic? Yes. Not impressed. I think, I, you weren't, you said you didn't like Magic? I didn't like Magic, no. Oh, man. I think Magic, as far as from a doll perspective, and just Anthony Hopkins, Anthony Hopkins his performance was... Well, no, no, yeah, his performance was fantastic. It's like Annabelle. Annabelle did nothing for me either. Mm, Yeah. Um, Ben and Leo, have you guys seen Magic? No. No. So Anthony Hopkins is a ventriloquist, and his dummy, he's mentally unstable, and he starts to get way too close to this dummy, and he thinks this dummy is, like, pretty much telling him what to do. And it just, Anthony Hopkins plays him as well as the voice of the dummy and he just he kills it it's one of the best his best performances of his whole career i feel yeah it it is it's a movie you need to watch but to me magic just it just didn't do it you know what i mean i'll I'll put it on my list (laughs) put it on your list yeah you don't even fucking read so uh billy have to do with a movie Uh, Billy was asking, and, and I know you covered uh, this with, uh, you know, something with low expectations, but was there another one that you would say recently that uh, was the best one you've seen? Recently, you know, this one had a, a lot of, it was mixed reviews, but I really liked Candyman, the most recent Candyman. I don't the new say, one? Okay. Yeah, I That's don't think it's better than the, it's not better than the original, but I, I liked the the idea of, now, it, in saying this, it wasn't it wasn't perfect by any means, um, but I liked the way that they brought back some stuff from the original and gelled it in today, and still continue the actual lore of Candyman. Right, right. To me, they gave it more depth. Yep, yep. Another one was Don't Breathe Two. Don't Breathe Two was really good. It was very. It wasn't. It's more more thriller than horror, but it was as good or slightly better than the original don't breathe i really like the one a lot okay what about um i haven't watched it yet it's on my list uh last night in soho i haven't seen that one yet it's on it does on my list too yeah i've Uh, heard some good things about it i have just haven't had a chance to catch it now where so i'm sorry go ahead no sorry leo um what is your there's there's different genres and different time periods. So I'm going to ask this in multiple parts. Sure. Um, your favorite classic horror horror movie and horror creature. I'll use the word creature for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. And the new horror and the new horror creatures. Okay. Cla- classic. I have a affinity to Dracula. Anytime Dracula's on screen. I will watch it, whether it was Bela Lugosi, whether it was Christopher Lee, whether it was Frank Langella, whether it was Gary Oldman, who it doesn't like that character to me is the standard bearer for for classic horror. If I think classic horror, that's the first thought, that's the first character uh, character that comes to mind. Um, There were so many, I mean, I one of my favorite classic movies that a lot of people don't talk about is Peeping Tom. Peeping Tom in 19 mm-hmm. came out the same year as Psycho and kind of got overshadowed by it, but I thought it was just as good as Psycho was. 
Um, now, as far as today, I, I think the, you know, what I like about today, there I don't see a defined creature or character from from current today. Mm-hmm. I feel like, which is why I asked that question. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really. It's kind of trans. It's kind of trying to go more more realistic, and not really creating characters or creatures in the way that it was some time ago, unless they're being re- remade or the same right, creatures right, right. that are, be- be- are being bought back. Um, outside of of Terrifier or Art the Clown. There haven't. I like the strangers. I did like the strangers a lot, but that that stopped after part two. Um, as far as as far as it's been so far, um, I would say maybe the in the recent twenty years or so, the strangers is probably my favorite. I really like the strangers a lot, the very first one. Um, but I also did like the Paranormal Activity movies. I thought those were good. And they made not all of them, but the first one when it first came out with the budget being next to nothing being in just this one person this one uh, one setting the whole time this person's house and the way they pulled that off was genius pure genius for filmmaking and the way that they were able to take essentially a boring setting and a boring like concept and make it terrifying i thought it was really really well done Uh, no Billy, Go ahead, Leo. Yeah, uh, Billy mentioned Nick Cage. What did you think of uh, Willie's Wonderland? I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen it. It just so came out good. as long. Yeah, I saw it pop up in my in my feed, so I'll definitely uh, I'll definitely check it. out. I haven't seen it as of, as of right now. Yeah, it's really uh, good. Really good. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, what about sci-fi horror? Because that's a whole genre in itself. You're right. You're right. Which started it started in the fifties. Uh, the thing from another world and mm-hmm. Godzilla, you know, things like that. Um, I like sci-fi horror. It's not my like. I won't run to go see it. I will. I will pick other genres, other subgenres over that. Okay. But I'm not gonna. I won't miss. I won't miss them if you know. I'll definitely go out of my way to to, to see sci-fi horror as well i like okay. alien i like the uh, the thing to me by the john carpenter remake is the best remake of all time and one of the most one of the best horror movies sci-fi horror movies ever ever made okay now which remake are you talking about because it was two so the one that came out in 2000 something was a uh a prequel there was only one remake right the prequel came out in 2011 Right, there I was believe. one. In, the one by John Carpenter it was a remake of the thing from another world, of the thing from another another planet. That's the only remake there was. Was oh, that that's the one with Kurt Russell? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. one is is the. It's a classic. Yes. That, that movie is. It's right up there with the Hills Have Eyes. I agree. Yeah. Oh man, that's another good one. The Hills Have Eyes is. Whew, that was one of my. That, that was yeah. That was a great movie. Yeah. Uh, Billy was saying Nick Cage because he's doing a new Dracula, uh, Ren- oh, no. Renfield. Oh. Yeah, no, no, they could no. they could no. definitely no. find somebody better. No, but I think that have you Keanu seen Reeves would be better. I have you seen Nick Cage Facebook recently? Today. Doesn't huh? matter. Have you seen Nick Cage recently? Yeah, what do you mean? I mean, what's that supposed to mean? Yeah, have no. I seen him recently? Because he looked like he ran into a train. What? No, I mean well, like no. like he he had a downfall. 
Yeah. Where he was like putting out crap, but now it seems like he's he's oh, knocking well, no, everything no, out of the park. I have nothing against Cage. I actually love Cage as an actor. I'm just saying for Dracula. I, no, I not for Dracula. Do I don't see him. You in think you think he now. can do it? See, I, I think, think he can pull it off because he's 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 got a he he has to be in roles that are tailored to him. Yeah. He's got this like quirkiness, but he also has he can be intimidating if need be. I think with the right direction, the right the right script and the right people behind the movie can hide his flaws in a role like Dracula right. more so than than something else. As long as he doesn't make it like corny Dracula, which that's hmm. you can either get very corny Dracula or he'll, or he'll knock it out of the park. Yeah, it's, it's going to be corny. Ryan Ryan Gosling is going to play the new Wolfman. Right. Now, uh, now you're going back to where horror started with me with uh, the Wolfman, Dracula, mm -hmm. you know, uh, that that, that that genre, Frankenstein, the original, those original creatures. So what was your favorite creature from that film? Uh, if, uh, going back to those days, it would be the Wolfman. Mm, I was going to say Wolfman. Nice. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, cool only shit. only because it, um, the basis of the story of the Wolfman and the werewolves and all of that that's that really really intrigues me, mm -hmm. uh, which ties right into some of the Red Riding Hoods. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, yep, so yep. that it's 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 a twist on classic storytelling to me. Right. I was never a Dracula fan. Bill will attest to that. Yeah, Bill. Um, Bill's a huge Dracula fan. He actually yeah, Bill's made, a big um, Dracula fan. You know, I'm not. I was never a big Dracula fan, never. Mm -hmm. um, for whatever reason, I, I I don't I I can't explain why. But you know, the the original three, you know, Dracula, the Wolfman, and Frankenstein. Yeah, you know, those are the to me those are the original three horror creatures. Period. Yeah. So, go ahead. I, I didn't even read up on this. I knew it was coming out, but and we were just talking about it. So the new Nick Cage movie, Renfield, I think this is going to be absolute genius because it stars uh, Nick Cage, Nicholas Holt, and Aquafina, written by Robert Kirkman and Ryan Ridley. I, yeah, I, I so haven't looked into it, but I just had a I yeah. saw. I think it's a really. I think it's gonna be really good. So you know Robert Kirkman, where he's from, but Ryan Ridley. Robin who? Yeah. Ryan Ridley's from. Uh, yeah, okay, right, Ryan Ridley. Yeah. Okay. From writing uh, Rick, uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. that other guy, nobody really gives a shit about him. Creature of the Black Lagoon. Yep. That was yeah. a good movie too. Yeah. That Creature was good. Was good. Creature was good. I think I, I can I can under, I can definitely see where you're coming from with Jeff with the Wolfman because to me, out of the big three. Lon Chaney had to go the furthest with acting than Bella and Boris because yes. yeah. he almost was like in tears because he knew when the, when the moon comes up, he's turning this into this creature. And like, I, I think his dynamic of acting to go from terrified of his own self was very strong. So I could definitely understand. It, it, yeah. And that, and, and that character plays right along the same lines of uh, the hunchback. Yeah. You know what I mean with Doctor yeah. Jekyll and Mister Hyde and all, and 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 I think that the Wolfman is what sparked a lot of that stuff. 
uh, which I just think is cool. You know mm. what I mean? You know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, uh, you know, uh, one of my favorites from years ago was uh, Abbott and Costello meet Dr. Jekyll. I actually Mr. haven't Hyde. seen that one, but I do love Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. That's one of my favorite ones. You all yeah. watch the one where they meet uh, um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde because it's a fucking riot. Will do. It's a riot. It is. It's a fucking it's a, it's, riot. Wait, wait. It's a fucking riot. <laughs> it is. It's a fucking Not riot. Not a riot. Just, it's, 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 yes. As Jeff would say. <laughs> Sorry, I had to break the tension. You were going off on a tangent. I don't know where you were going. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, I watch, I, I probably watch a horror flip almost every single day. Yeah, you do. You know what I mean? Especially now, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, it it's getting harder and harder for me to find something that is actually worth watching. You know, I'll search for 45 minutes and give up. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and, yeah, and, yeah. and to me... To me, that's it's just it's sad, you know, because it's there's so much there's so much garbage out there trying to play a take on something else that just doesn't work. I'll get into a movie for five or ten minutes and be like, yeah, okay, this is old hat. Okay, yeah, this is old hat. You just need to open up your mind a little bit and and never mind. I'm not gonna say it. Yeah. Uh, So, so, oh, to answer your question, Billy, so the book two is already out. Book two and book three are already out. Um, yep. But to your to your point, Leo, to Jeff, I I think sometimes a lot of times horror fans are there are we're our own worst enemies because we have this tunnel vision as for for how horror should be, and that's it should only be this way, which it stifles us from finding a diamond in the rough because if it's if it's not within our tunnel we might miss it. And that, cause like I, I'll, I'll branch out and watch some things I won't normally like usually check out just to give it a shot. Cause because to me, all horror should be watched. It's just a matter of if it's worth a second watch or not. If it right. were, like, I don't feel like I wasted my time watching anything because it's still the genre that I appreciate. But I, I, I can be guilty of that too. Like there are some things where it's like, if I, if this wasn't good, I won't watch anything like it again. But it's doing myself a disservice with that. Well said. Now, try the clown. Now, I've come across the clown, Billy. Um, but I, I have not selected to watch it yet. Clown? Mainly be- Eli, by Eli Roth? Clown? Uh, I'm not sure who's in it. Um, but the reason I haven't watched it, honestly, is because... I'm not a clown kind of a dude, even though I love the Terrifier. I say you could have fooled me. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love the Terrifier, and and to me, that's the clown thing. You know what I mean? Um, but the clown to me is old hat as well, and it's really, really difficult. Uh, to try and take something that's old hat, make it fresh, make it new, and make it good. Did you see Circus of the Dead? Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. I've seen Clown Motel. I've seen, there's a couple of Clown Motels out there. Oh, there's, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Clowns, I'm sorry, but clowns don't impress me. They don't scare me. 
I know I, I personally know people that are scared shitless of clowns, and I can't figure out why. You know if, what I mean? I think Billy's talking about if it's a one by Eli Roth, it was actually really good. It's a it's a different it's a different. Um... <laughs> you like Catherine getting sawed? <laughs> yeah, actually, I did. Yeah, it's a different style than some of the what you might be thinking about with with, with clowns. It's this guy, this a father wants to be a clown for his for his child for his birthday. And he puts on this this clown costume and he can't take it off. And the costume ends up being the uh it was like the costume of some demon or something. So he ends up like essentially turning into this this thing. Possessed. But it's yeah it's it's really good. I liked it a lot. Okay. Well then it's it's on my list now. Because I see it, I see it regularly. The clown. I, I see you write it down. I don't need to write it down. Oh, you have one of those photogenic memories. He he, he has a memory like a steel trap that's been yeah. out in the rain a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my lower unit. Oh Jesus! Uh, okay, so so James, uh, I know this is light horror, uh, but uh, have you checked out like the new Dexter? And uh, do you watch any of the paranormal shows? I've watched a couple of paranormal shows. I watched Dexter like the first three episodes, and I don't know what it was, but it, it wasn't I didn't like it. I just, for whatever reason, never went back to it. It was maybe it was a timing thing, whatever. I just didn't go back to it. Um, before the Chucky series, one of the movies, one of the shows I really liked was um, Hannibal, the Hannibal TV show. I thought that one was very well done. Um, and that's probably the, and I also like Bates Motel when that was out. I thought that was well done as well. I, I've been wanting to check out Bates Motel because the, yeah, the actor, I haven't, I haven't checked it out. Uh, he's in a new one, The Good Doctor, and he's yeah. incredible in The Good Doctor. So I could imagine him playing a psycho. It's just insane. Yeah. I mean, he fits Norman Bates to a T. And I mean, the original Norman Bates. I think he won a, either won an Oscar or was nominated for an Oscar, and I, and um, this guy just did just as well. I feel. <laughs> Everybody's wow. got that head shake. Yeah, because like, <laughs> everybody well, okay. listening to well, that. because you know watching us right now, they're like, "Wow, they went silent awful lot during that show." Yeah. So, so well, what, I mean, um, you know, everybody's mind is running. I mean, it's everybody has their own form of or style of horror that they really like the genre of horror um you know and the horror genre really has so many different styles compared to a lot of the rest yes right yeah uh you know and that's where it makes it difficult because you know you've got your comedy horror your sci-fi horror your supernatural horror uh you know your this horror, horror and that horror and yeah. you know over the years uh there's been so many good movies mm -hmm. that have come out um it makes it to me it makes it more difficult and i'm a lot more critical about liking a horror flick and not even the genres but the styles because every country has its own unique style the way they do, they do horror like um some of the asian countries ghost horror they do better than pretty much anybody Right. Um, the the Italian horror from the eighties, things like Zombie, The Beyond, Suspiria, uh, these those are they, they do really good with the music, putting music with their with their scenes and 
is very I don't think they have a rating system so they can be as bloody as they as they want to be um I feel America is more of like a it's a melting pot of all types you'll 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 mm-hmm. get the ghosts you'll get the slashers you'll get the the bloody the not so bloody the thriller um but every country has a staple that makes it unique that makes their their type of horror unique you mentioned uh asian uh ghost stories which like if you go back and watch some of like the original um uh, the one with the girl in the well uh, the ring, the ring, the ring, like the, the original. Ring. The ring. Well. Yeah. yeah, the ring. Yeah, the ring. The original Asian one is is scared. It's a suspense sh- thriller. Scared the shit out of me, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah, but see, th- I'm not. I'm not big on those. Well, there's a. Uh, I, don't the, I don't want you to scare the shit out of me. I want. <laughs> I want you to kill somebody so they shit themselves. Because well, I want the gory. I want the blood. You know. Yeah, I love yeah, that. that. Yeah, that that's your kind of movie. Now, what about because there's a there's a whole there's a whole uh, special genre out there of what I call vengeance horror. Like I spit on your grave. Man, those last house on the left and I spit in your grave. I love them so much, but they are so hard for me to watch because I have right me when it comes to rape scenes, I don't like to see it. No. So those, as much as I love them, I watch them maybe one. I have to have a long gap in between the times of watching those movies. Yes, but that's not to say they're not good. They're just a little too raw Realistic. and real for yeah. me to stomach on a regular basis. Right, right, yeah. right, right. But classic nonetheless. Absolutely, absolutely. And the remakes are just as good as the originals because they didn't need to do much more. They just made the same movie with nowadays technology. So, right. you know, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't really a perversion of the original at all. It kind of just kept the same line. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, I spit on your grave. Uh, it's one of my most favorite horror flicks. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. See, I'm more of the mutilator. Yeah, Mutilator was good. Have you guys seen uh, 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 Maniac? Either yes, the original or the remake. I I haven't. I don't think. Yeah, I Maniac was good, and uh, and I put that in the same class as uh, the Toolbox Murders. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirteen Ghost remake really was good, really good. Thirteen Ghost remake I think was better than the original. Yeah, I like that one myself. Absolutely. Leo, you got another show tonight, right? I do. Uh, it's going to be a special one. We're doing wow, it. we've had it. We've it's been an hour already. Huh? Yeah, it's no almost, we're hit, almost hitting an hour ten, which is about standard for us. Yeah. Like that's usually when I bring up that Leo has another show and we wrap oh, up yeah. within five minutes. We're doing a... We're doing a... We're doing a... We're doing a... We're a... We're We're doing a... We're doing a... Or, uh, everything we're going to be talking about the oh, best nice. of the 80s you know uh real quick before i forget you guys just had uh somebody from the love boat on we did jill uh, how, was, how, how was the show that was really good okay cool yeah yeah it's uh back and watch it. they're doing a uh tribute cruise uh to uh gavin that recently passed uh in february Very nice. uh and uh yeah so the remaining members of the love boat are going to be on the cruise and they're taking like 
the actual uh, spot that he took and or the the original ship took and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. Now, did you mute Jeff or did he mute himself? He muted himself. Yeah. <laughs> no, so he's fucking learning oh, finally. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> okay, Jeff, go ahead. You were gonna say something. Well, you made me forget. Now you told me to shut the fuck up. I didn't never said shut the fuck up. You know? That, no, that never came out of my mouth. What I said was no, shush. no. What I was what I was gonna say was um, uh, I saw the Glads, a trilogy uh, mm-hmm. is written. Uh, do you have another story in mind to start another separate trilogy? I have two stories in mind. So I write off of my nightmares. Um, only because like, I can't have somebody tell me to write something and me write it because it's not a, I'm not attached. It doesn't work that way. Right. So I do have a couple other stories in mind. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. That's unique to do it off your nightmares though. I was just going to say, you must have some fucked up nightmares. You might need some medication. I've had a few, I've had a a few that, that, that they're just like, if it keeps me, if it wakes me up, then I, I just write down that one part because to me, when I, when I think of right, it was e- the glass was somewhat easy because the nightmare was the end. So I pretty much just wrote the book backwards. Right. Since I already knew where I was going to go with it. Um, the other two was not the end. It was pretty much the concept. So that's why it's taken me a little longer to get that, get those completed just because I had to come up with more of the story um, around the concept. Right. Okay. As long as they don't involve worms, I'm good. Oh no. <laughs> no. Okay. No, uh, all of them, all of them are rooted in realism. All of them are a little bit more like um, all people based, all kind of situational based. Like, if you were in this situation, what would you do? Type deal. Um, mm-hmm. Just all, more rooted in realism than anything else. All right. Cool. So cool. 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 This is similar, but if you haven't tried it, it'll really fuck you up. Uh, have you? With dreams, have you tried lucid dreaming? No, I've heard of that. I have not. No, I, I, I read so much up on it and I wanted to give it a try. And I was able to do it successfully once. Scared the yeah. ever living fuck oh, out of me. Oh my god. As soon as I realized I was dreaming, like, like, so if you guys don't know, lucid dreaming is where you're dreaming, but you realize you're dreaming, you know you're dreaming, and you're supposed to take control over your dreams. Uh, but when I got it to work, I instantly fell into like a, a dark black box mm. and I was like fully conscious that I was like in nothingness and it scared the shit out of me. You've watched too many Freddy movies. Oh, uh, no, no, no. But yeah, it's <laughs> wild. Yeah. yeah but if, if you ever want to give it a try there, there's some, some tips you can do, but, uh, basically like throughout the day, you keep on touching your fingers. And, you know, you just train yourself to keep on doing that. And like in a dream, you can't do that. Your fingers will go through yourself. Uh, but, you know, you'll that's your trigger to know that you're you're uh, dreaming. And then you become okay. conscious that you're dreaming. And supposedly you're supposed to be able to take control over your dreams. But it was totally reversed for me. Hmm. It, was, it was like I was thrown into so a black cell. I could kick cell. the shit out of myself in my dream. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> or end up in a box like Leo. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, whatever it takes. Well, that's interesting. 
Leo, I'm going to have where, to look into that. Where can they find out about our great guest? Uh, well, definitely you want to check out his books and uh, his YouTube page as well. There's definitely information in the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. For me, just Google Leo Pine. You find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I'm not going to say which is which. But like I was saying, we're going to be doing a show, another live show at 9 p.m. tonight. We're going to be talking about uh, you know everything from the 80s, so Saturday morning cartoons, uh, your favorite arcade machines, you know, just favorite music, movies, tons of awesome shit from the 80s. 80s. hair bands. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to cover it all. Uh, it's going to be a fun show. Uh, but, yeah, I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. we got about 40 shows on the network. A lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. So definitely head on over to there. And, uh, James, where do you like people interacting with you on social media? So I actually have a, uh, a horror Facebook page called the True Horror Fanatics. That's one I'm, I'm on pretty regularly. Um, my YouTube videos, any comments I get, I respond to them. My email address, I mean, I, I'm on Twitter as well at the, the Glads, Glads for Life, the number four. So that's just Glads, the number four, Life. Um, With two Ds. Yes, two Ds, yep. That's another way to connect with me. But I mean, really, I'm, I would say maybe Facebook, my YouTube channel. Um, yeah. Awesome. Jeffrey. I love horror. I do. This has been a lot of fun. James, I really, really want to thank you. Uh, you brought up uh, some of the history. I'm going to have to go back and watch some of this stuff now. Uh, don't Google me. Google Leo. I don't give a flying fuck. Go go to stilltoken.com. You'll find out everything you need to know. All our links are there. All our previous shows are there. Uh, I believe within a day or two, this particular show will be available to watch on there. Tomorrow. Um, tomorrow? Yeah, okay. Uh, so tomorrow, uh, you know, you can look us up on Facebook. We're there. Uh, but all, all the links and, and all our information is really on stilltoken.com. Um, you know, thank you very much, James, uh, James Brown, because I feel good. No, wrong, oh, wrong James Brown. Um, I've had that in my I, head all the time. I can't day. even believe you went there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was waiting. I figured that was going to be right at the beginning of the fucking show. No, I figured, like, oh, no, I, I, I figured I'd wait until the end. Everybody does that. That's, that's not no, I know. I, I know. I, that's what I figured. So I figured I'd just wait till the end and. You know, um, you know, fantastic. Uh, it, it has been an honor and a pleasure speaking with you. And uh, I, can, I can't wait till you start filming. I want to see this shit. Thank you, you know what I mean? And if you need somebody to die, I'm more than, I'm, I'm more than, more than willing. <laughs> I, I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been, it's been great. It really has been great. Thank you guys so much. Don't go anywhere when he closes out the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll just quickly chat backstage. Um, yeah, so I guess everybody said everything I needed to say. So I don't know. Oh, uh, Billy did have a last question that came in. Uh, Mr. Brown, what is your upcoming plans for cons promoting next steps? Good question. So I'm actually going to be I'm actually going to be putting together this weekend a list of cons to do next year. Um, I I used to do signings like at like coffee shops and such. Now it's for the best time. The best use of my time is more so on the con circuit. So. Anything driving distance for me, I'll be looking into. Um, so I plan to do hopefully six to seven cons next year and just continue to do my, my YouTube videos and promote those. 
to get more to bring more people to the, the channel and to the books and everything like that. So that's kind of my in a, my you know quick marketing strategy. I have to sit down and really hammer out the details for everything, but it'd be mainly off of those two things: cons and my YouTube channel. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. So you did mention cons. Are we going to see you at uh, Tidewater this year? Tidewater, yes. I have not yet signed up for the Maryland one, but most likely okay. will. I'm going I'm to throw this right at you. You mentioned you liked the new Candyman. Yes. And from what I understand, he's going to be in Maryland. Oh, okay. All right. From well, what I understand. I'm not 100% sure, but from what I understand, it's a very good possibility. So you might want to go. Okay. Because yeah, you, yeah. you might know the people that know the people that do the media. So you might want to go. I'm just saying. That's, that's, that's true. That's just true. Saying. That's true. Uh, <laughs> so, I appreciate that. <laughs> but no, like Jeff said, we want to thank James for coming out and hanging out with us tonight. Um, you know, definitely check out his YouTube channel if you like classic art. And we're not talking just like, you know, some of these people watching like classic art. Yeah, in the 90s, it was great. No, we're talking like real classic art. You know, 1800s, early 1900s, moving, like James said, he's into 1940 right now. I really enjoy watching it. Um, so, check it out. Stop! Stop. 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 Stop.